This is a Shock Podcast. You're Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that is not in contention for the treble, just like Man City. (laughs) (laughs) Cheap shot, dude. (laughs) Actually, we don't need it because we are a treble. Of course, I'm referring to Nicholas John. Hello, hello. Karami Kamil. What's happening, guys? And myself, Faisal American. Although the only treble I have is the one in my car stereo's EQ. Now guys, we now know who will play in the FA Cup Final and it'll be a rematch between the EFL Cup finalists. First up, Liverpool are through after beating Man City 3-2 in the final. The one time I didn't temper my expectations and it paid off, yeah. Uh... It was yet another exciting game. Liverpool got off the blocks superbly and went 3-0 up at halftime thanks to goals from Ibrahima Konate and a brace from Sadio Mane. City fought back after the break with Jack Grealish and Bernardo Silva finding the back of the net. City were without Kevin De Bruyne and Kyle Walker and this definitely impacted their game, right? Yeah, um, Faisal, I think you mentioned in our last show that perhaps Liverpool were the fresher of the two sides after their European matches in, we- in midweek, and I think it showed. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Pep Guardiola made six or seven changes to his squad for, for this cup semi-final. And they, they appeared lethargic in the first half. They lacked creativity, and most importantly, they struggled to clear, clear a lot of the Liverpool chances. And what a blunder that was for City standing keeper, Zach Steffen. And, when you have a player like Sadio Mane charging at you, the last thing you want to do is to try and dribble the ball, which is what he tried and failed to do. But at the same time, I don't entirely blame uh, Liverpool's second goal uh, on the City keeper because for a period of time, if you noticed, before that goal went in, the City defenders were passing the ball quite dangerously at times between themselves and the keeper. And you have to wonder if they could have avoided that second goal by playing the ball forward instead of, you know, sideways and backwards. Uh, But I think at the end of the day, it was the choice of goalkeeper more than anything else that was the difference between the two sides. City went with their backup keeper. He ended up gifting Liverpool a goal. Uh, The Reds, on the other hand, stuck with Alisson. And then we saw in the second half how he made a number of very decisive saves uh, that ended up keeping the Reds in front. Yes, and uh, for Pep Guardiola to back up he, Stefan for his blunder I, th- I thought that was great because well Edison has been the regular goalkeeper for City this for the past few seasons so it's very very hard for Stefan to be on the first team lineup right so I don't think uh, Stefan married any criticism although he should have cleared the ball maybe earlier but uh, well so no quadruple now, no treble now for City yeah, as Karam said, the result ended a uh, City's treble hopes while Liverpool remain on course for the quadruple. Uh, Jurgen Klopp says he couldn't care less if they win it or not, but they'll definitely give it a go. Uh, as I mentioned, the final will be a repeat of the EFL Cup final as uh, Liverpool will go up against Chelsea, who defeated Crystal Palace 2-0. Uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek and Mason Mount sealed the win for the Blues. Uh, it'll be their third straight FA Cup final, and uh, this one was well-deserved, wasn't it? 
Yes, it was. Uh, it was a tough battle in the first half, but uh, with the quality that Chelsea have uh, among the players, I, I thought the the result were, we can see the result coming right. So two nil to Chelsea. I think it was a it was a it was a more straightforward result. Uh, tough luck for Palace, but for Chelsea to reach their third consecutive FA Cup finals i th- i thought it's, it that was in itself something special i think they are the second team to do that since 2000 and well it's my second team arsenal who did it first <laughs> uh so it's great for chelsea and after being knocked out in the champions from the champions league and They lost to Liverpool in the EFL Cup final. I think this will be uh, Thomas Tuchel's redemption this season. You you mentioned the the uh, Chelsea's exit from the Champions League, and I think that that actually made this win a little bit more difficult than maybe the scoreline would suggest. You know, and I think credit should go to Chelsea for how they bounced back from that heartbreaking exit uh, last week. That match against Real Madrid was both physically and mentally exhausting and I think that they could have very easily uh, messed it up against Palace if they, you know, if they didn't bounce back. Uh, so, in the end, it was a very disciplined and very organized performance and I think that Thomas Tuchel can be Very proud of, of how his players performed. Now, the uh, EFL Cup showdown, it was a closely contested game with uh, Liverpool beating Chelsea uh, 11-10 on penalties. Uh, surely, we won't see something similar in the FA Cup final. Uh, sorry, sorry, there's no surely here. Uh, Nicholas or Karam, any of you want to take this? <laughs> uh I don't mind seeing the match go into penalty shootout again, but I hope it'll be like a four-four draw, and then we'll go to penalty shootout. So that, so that it's worth it to watch the match because the season is not long enough as it is already, right? <laughs> eh, the season is long. What's another 120-minute match? Eh? The FA Cup final will take place on the weekend of May 14. Now, guys, let's move on to the Premier League, where the battle for fourth is uh, heating up, with only three points separating the uh, three main contenders. Um, Tottenham, they remain in fourth place uh, after losing 1-0 to Brighton. Meanwhile, uh, United are in fifth. They had a 3-2 win over Norwich. If they mess that one up, I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Arsenal are in sixth place after losing a one nil to Southampton. Uh, let's take a look at uh, their remaining fixtures. Right, United face uh, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Brentford, uh, Brighton, and uh, Crystal Palace. Spurs will take on Brentford, Leicester, Liverpool, Arsenal, Burnley, and Norwich. As for Arsenal, uh, they've got Chelsea, United, West Ham, Leeds. Tottenham, Newcastle, and Everton. Um, of these three, uh, which team has the more favorable uh, lineup? Well, before answering your question, Faisal, Manchester United almost messed it up when <laughs> they let Norwich came back from two goals down. Uh, so back to the question, I think uh, Spurs have the most favorable favorable fixtures. Uh, For the remainder of the season, because if you look at United, they're, they're going to have to face Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea. So those three matches, I'm seeing that United will take no points from that three matches, and <laughs> and you can say the same thing about Brentford, Brighton, and Crystal Palace as well. <laughs> 
so I think I, I'm still putting my money on Arsenal for uh, to make the top four this season. Though, but Spurs are having the. I think Spurs might might be there because of their their fi- remaining fixtures. Because Brentford, Burnley, Leicester, and Norwich. I think those are winnable matches except for Liverpool and Arsenal. But who knows? North London derbies are always funny. Uh, Spurs might be able to win something there. Yeah, I, I agree. Based on fixtures alone, uh, Tottenham are the favourites here. But then Arsenal also have a game in hand, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. Ah. Yes, sir. But in general, looking at it the way things are now, I actually don't think there's a favourite based on form. Uh, the, the only favourite is, okay, mathematically, you could say Arsenal have a bit of an edge because of the game in hand. Uh, and, and like I mentioned, fixtures-wise, Spurs have the more favourable fixtures. Um, because, look, this whole battle for the top four has been so topsy-turvy in recent months. You know, everybody has been, like, United, Arsenal, and, and now Spurs have all been, at one point or another, favourites for the top four. So... Um, it, it's really hard to say based on how they've been performing recently because all three teams, I think, are just as likely to drop points as they are to win <laughs> their remaining matches, you know? So, yeah, yeah. it's really hard to call. But I think that just like the title race, uh, the race for the top four could also go down to the final day of the season. Yeah, you got a good point. I mean, uh, all three are blowing hot and cold. Uh, United mostly blowing cold. Also in the Premier League at the weekend, we had Newcastle beating Leicester 1-0 and West Ham 1-0 win over Burnley. Well, that wraps it up for another episode of the Podball Sportscast. Uh, But before we go, I just want to say that, you know, it's okay to say no sometimes. We feel like uh, we always need to say yes because it's the nice thing to do. But if it makes you unhappy or uncomfortable, then respect your own boundaries and say no like the boss that you are. So keep on being a boss, you absolute legends. I am Vice American. I am Karami Kamel. And I'm Nicholas John. 